You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's she's the the boss. The radio network. Hey, welcome to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue, and you're tuned in to another edition of my podcast brought to you by She's the Boss Radio. Our mission here is to provide a fun atmosphere for positivity and enlightening conversation with just a splash of gossip and tea. So sit back and relax because we got a lot to chat about tonight. Um, happy springtime. It is amazing outside. This weather is giving me all the springtime feels. Um, I'm a summer baby, so once it starts getting warm outside, I'm like, ooh, y'all, it's almost my birthday. I'm that meme that's like, hey, my birthday's tomorrow, but it's really in like two, three months, but it's fine. Well, actually two months right now, two months, but um, happy spring. I hope everyone is enjoying the weather. It's also Holy Week. You know, your girl is saved. So shouts out to Holy Week and um, Easter coming up. Um, I love Easter. Easter has always been one of my favorite holidays growing up. So I have three holidays that I love the most. Easter, Christmas, and my birthday. My birthday is a holiday, y'all. Yes. June 17th. It will be a national day somewhere one day. That is one of my vision board goals is to have like my own day. Maryland's a little racist, so they may not, they may or may not give it to me. But somewhere in the world, I will have Blue Day officially in the books. Um, but I love Easter because I love to be able to dress up. Um, as a kid, my mother always had me. If y'all are 90s babies who went to church, y'all remember the crinoline dresses? And there was layers. You had three layers. You had the polyester on the bottom that was supposed to be the silk crinoline then you had the weird half polyester half crinoline push and then the top layer that was the color of your dress or whatever whatever fabric that was so I was that baby who had those dresses on every Sunday but Easter in particular was my red carpet event and of course the cute ankle socks with the lace and the patent leather shoes y'all couldn't tell me nothing when I was a kid (laughs) y'all couldn't tell me nothing I loved every bit of it and um, I dress my daughter up the same way, <laughs> which is what's crazy. I always tell myself, no, when I have a daughter, I'm not going to make her wear no crinoline dresses and things. It's itchy. I ain't going to make her wear no socks. And let me tell you, my baby's going to have on socks. And there's no such thing as crinoline dresses anymore. Like, she was trying to say her dress was itchy. I said, girl, this is nothing compared. And mind you, I bought hers from Macy's. It didn't come from Burlington or, you know what I'm saying, where my dresses used to come from. I bought a nice Macy's dress, very nice fabric. I was like, girl, go have several seats and put this dress on for me on Sunday so I can take some pictures and post you everywhere. So I love Easter for that reason. I love Christmas because it's Christmas. Um, and I love being able to give and receive presents. And then my birthday is because it's my birthday and it's the best time of the year. So this is one of my favorite times of the year. And tonight we're going to get into a topic that a lot of the social media stories that have been popping up on my timeline kept bringing me to the same question of or statement that we all know and that's favor isn't fair and the question I have for y'all is or is it is favor fair um and we're gonna get into it 
I'm not going to belay it. Let's get into my still true moment so we can get exactly into what the show is going to be about tonight. So for my still true moment, we have a quote because, you know, I'm good for it. And it reads, grace is being favored by God while you thought you were a disgrace and undeserving of any grace. And that's written by Gif Gugu Mona, who's an African poet, author, and philanthropist. Um, and when this popped up, this was first off, as soon as I typed favor isn't fair in my um, quote box that I was looking up on my website of quotes, I always get a quote of a day. And when I put that in there, her quote came up first. Grace is being favored by God while you thought you were a disgrace and undeserving of any grace. And... We all know, especially in the black community, you always hear, listen, favor isn't fair. And it can be either a positive or it could be a negative, right, when someone says that to you. It's either a positive, like, mm, boo, I'm sorry, you ain't get that, but favor isn't fair. I'm winning, right? Or it could be, listen, favor ain't fair. And sometimes the people who have the most, we go through the most. And that isn't fair, right? But in my opinion, I never agree with favor isn't fair because I always believe in whatever positive or negative happens to you, it's not based on how favored you are by God, but just based on what your story and the impact of your story is meant to the universe or meant to the world or the people around you or the ministry that you're in for my churchy folks. Your story isn't always based for you. It's based for others watching you to be inspired by you to either do positive or do negative based on whatever you're giving out. And I had to, you know me, I'm a Google girl. So I was like, let me Google real quick. What exactly is favor? And so Google tells me favor is approval, support, liking someone or something. And then the second definition was an act of kindness beyond what is due or usual. Right. So when you think about in the Christian realm of, you know, we always say we're blessed and highly favored. Right. Um, that can be, again, a positive or a negative negative in the sense of being boastful. Right. But blessed and highly favored means we I'm loved by God. Listen, I am loved no matter what comes, what goes. Blessings are promised for me. I have a God has a book of blessings and I have a whole page and a half and some, okay, of blessings that he is waiting to give out to me. So with that, um, this quote hit my soul because it also showed me that sometimes we have the ability to not give enough grace to ourself or to others when the favor either bends in our favor or it doesn't bend in our favor. And what do you mean by that, Blue? So this is what I mean. Sometimes people say things like, I go through things just like the next person. I don't feel sorry for so-and-so for what they're going through one bit, right? Or they'll say, if that's the situation they're in, that's their fault. I'm good over here. I'm not obligated to help. And when you do things like that, or even reverse that to yourself, like, man, I messed up. I made this decision. This is where I'm at. Or, you know what? I'm in a good spot. I don't owe nobody nothing unapologetic to the extent of selfishness is what I'm living by. And it's important to know that, yes, while everyone has the ability and should be able to take accountability for their decisions, just because someone has discipline or commitment 
to a certain goal, it doesn't mean that they're never going to go through something. And if they do go through something, as us as people and compassionate souls, we shouldn't always be the first to be like, well, that's them. I'm mind my business. That ain't me. I ain't make that decision or I made that decision, but I did right by it. So I'm good. And I don't have to show any sort of grace. I was about to say remorse. Remorse is the wrong word, but no sorts of grace or anything like that to help or uplift the next person. Um, And one thing that I have to remember, because I believe me myself that I've been favored. Um, I believe I'm a favored person by God. I know God loves all his children. I'm not above any person that's next to me. That's not what I'm saying. But I do believe with the hand that I was dealt and with um, just life circumstances and how they happened, I do believe that I have always had God on my side. And that's why I don't look like what I've been through. And I'm not sitting in someone's crazy house with a straitjacket on. Um, And I do believe with that wisdom and knowledge of that favor that's on me, it's my due diligence and my role as just a good human being. Take Christianity and religion out the picture as a decent human being. It's your due diligence just to be able to reach back and be like, you know what? Let me let me show you some grace. Let me show you how, because I'm favored, I'm going to show some favor, some support and approval towards you to uplift you and to bring you up, right? Favor isn't fair, but then it is. You've been granted the favor. You've been placed above certain other people who don't have the wisdom and the spiritual guidance that you have. So why not extend that favor, extend that grace, extend that positive energy towards uplifting rather than bashing and talking about? Because it's real easy to look at someone who just did a launch for their business or they just um, posted on social media. They have this great idea of what they want to do with their life. And it's so much easier for us to think that negative thought of, mm, that ain't going to last, mm, that looks weak, rather than to take that time to like reach out and be like, congratulations, I'm happy for you, I'm rooting for you, you're amazing, right? And I'm learning to be more and more intentional. Um, even when, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I get those random messages from people that I knew kind of in high school, but we weren't really friends. And they'll reach out to you and be like, oh, you got $10 I can hold. Can you cash at me $25? My kid and the lights are out and I just, my heart is broken. And, you know, like you get those random messages and I'd be like, bruh, like first off in high school, you didn't even rock with me. You didn't even, we knew each other. We had the same science class or whatever, but we were never cool. And, you know, it's easy for me to bash Instead of to just take a minute and be like, you know what? Nah, sis. Nah, bro. I don't got it, but I'm praying for you. That's so much better than to just leave someone on red to, you know what I'm saying, just automatically think negative towards them or their situation. You don't know what it took for them to even try to reach out to you. You know, not everyone's uh, situation or their lot isn't because they're favored. Sometimes where they are is to uplift and to prove even to you, a point of what is what decision are you going to make in light of this? Are you going to be negative and bash them? Or are you going to be positive and uplift, even if you can't physically do what they're asking? 
So just some thoughts to keep in y'all's brain. Um, Before I go, let me give y'all three affirmations for walking in your favor. Um, Because y'all know I'm good for it. So my first one is each day I wake up, I'm graced with opportunities to be a winner. Disregard whoever's next to you, who woke up next to you, even if that's your spouse or a family member. Disregard the world. Think about yourself. Each day that you wake up, you're graced with an opportunity to be a winner. Being graced with an opportunity means, hey, time is a part of grace. And you've been given time. You've been blessed with time to have an opportunity to do something positive in your day to be a winner. And it doesn't have to be something as big as winning $1,000. It can be as small as paying it forward and buying someone Starbucks in line. Do you know, randomly, I had a lady at McDonald's the other morning getting my daughter breakfast pay for her breakfast. I was just getting my daughter breakfast. I never eat breakfast in the morning. So, and I'm always flustered because I'm trying to pack her breakfast, pack her lunch, trying to do all the things. And my stomach is growling at the same time. And the lady in front of me paid for my daughter's breakfast and waved to me from the car uh, drive through window. She was like, okay, God bless you. And drove off. I was just like, oh my God, that is so sweet. So again, what can you do to be a winner in your day. Number two is what God or the universe for my non-safe friends has for me is truly for me. Whatever blessings are out there for you that are supposed to come to you is truly for you. When it comes to favor, again, you can't look to the left or the right or whatever who else is doing or whatever else they're getting. You need to think of yourself and remember in every good situation, in every bad situation, what God has for me truly is for me. And my last affirmation for y'all is my dreams have purpose. I will daily walk on in the I will daily walk on the vision I write until it comes to pass. Um, and again, walk on that vision of whatever you put on your vision board. If you're not a vision board person, if you journal, whatever you write down or think or speak into the atmosphere, walk on it every day and believe on it every day. Like you're a crazy person until it comes to pass. Favor is fair and the good energy and effort you put out into the universe. You have to believe it'll come back to you. I know I do because I promise you that's the only thing that keeps me from cussing people out on the day to day basis. So y'all sit back tonight. Again, we are talking about how favor isn't fair. We're going to take a quick break. But when we get back, we're going to jump into segment one. And y'all know I have to talk about my girl, Black China, the rebirth and reintroduction of Black China. Sit back. We'll be right back. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. She's she's the the boss. boss. Radio Network. Hey, I'm Jenny James for Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner. You've probably been home a lot more. Maybe you have kids like me who spill all the time, and you've noticed that your carpet's eh, not looking so good. Why don't you call Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner? They use a dry extraction service, so you won't have wet carpet all day long, and you can get back to doing the things you love with your family immediately. And it's a way to make your room healthier while improving your indoor air quality. You can do tile, slate, granite, ceramic, area rugs, and yes, they're pet friendly too. Why don't you get a free no obligation estimate today? NeatlyDoneSanAntonio.com Yeah. 
That's the sound of today's business community. It's a dog-eat-dog world and only the strong survive. The challenge is navigating the ever-changing business environment to put your business in the forefront. So how does your business keep up with the changes? That's where She's the Boss Network comes in. She's the Boss Network is an internet media network that's been helping businesses like yours get the exposure that you're looking for at reasonable cost by way of radio and video. They'll help you stay successful by navigating change and seeing the big picture. After She's the Boss Network analyzes your business and marketing strategies, you'll start to see a media presence like you've never seen in your business before. And She's the Boss Network doesn't stop there. They use their findings to create a practical plan of action, a plan that will get your business from where you are to where you need to be. There you go. Lock those dogs up for good by giving She's the Boss Network a call at 866-494-5945, extension 101, or by checking their website at she's the boss radio.com. Again, that's 866-494-5945, extension 101, or she's the boss radio.com. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's, she's the, the boss, boss radio network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue, and you're tuned in to another episode brought to you by She's the Boss Radio. Tonight, we're talking about the topic, favor isn't fair, or is it? Um, and I'm just, I have a few little um, newsworthy things that's been going on that I'm going to, of course, give y'all the tea, but I want to delve into the, some discussion just about is favor fair or not? For these stories. So first, um, we're going to get into Black China and her reintroduction or rebirth, as we'd like to call it. So she has been all up and down, even the last episode that I recorded. She was still on my timeline, but I was like, I need to give this some time to breathe and see how she really acts. I need her to go on a few talk shows and actually talk um, and not say the same thing over and over again. I'm surprised that after I saw her, that she really has turned over a new leaf. Um, so the reason why she's been in the news is as of recently, she's um, left or dropped the name Black China, and she wants to go back to her um, original name, Angela White. And for those who don't know who Black China is, because I can't assume all my listeners know who she is, Black China is, I can't even tell you what she does. She is just a social media reality TV um, celebrity. That's basically all she does. Uh, she tried to do some music. Um, she did modeling, of course, not the nice modeling that you would see on Nordstrom Rack, but she did some modeling. <laughs> um, and she was, she's just a personality social media figure. Um, she's mainly known for being a baby mama to two um, major celebrities and one being Tyga, the other one being um, Rob Kardashian. And we all watched the show uh, Rob and China that came on E and their toxic relationship with raising their daughter. Um, and so she has turned over a new leaf. She um, took all the plastic surgery fillers out of her face and her body. Um, and she looks very beautiful, actually. I, at first, I was just like, eh, I may not support this. But she looks very beautiful, actually, in her decision of doing that. And she also um, 
decided to get baptized. Now, I do remember last year because that wasn't new news when that like started resurfacing again. I remember this time last year, her posting saying she got baptized and that was the whole thing of, oh, black China ain't baptized. She ain't blah, blah, blah. But what I can say is she actually did follow through with what she decided to do. Um, and so with the face fillers being removed um she decided to drop black china she wants you to call her angela white and then with her saying that she wants to do better with her co-parenting relationship with tyga and rob kardashian the newest part that came out is in january of this year she received a doctorate of liberal arts from sacramento theological seminary and bible college um, and now you can call her Dr. Angela Renee White. Renee's her middle name. So, honey, when I saw that, I said, girl, you ain't, listen, seminary, I'm a PK. So I've I've seen my parents go through, both parents go through seminary courses. That is not something that even if she did start back last year in May, she would not be done by now. She would still be on the road to get that doctorate. Do I think it's an honorary doctorate? Absolutely, because I do believe what, the change and the new leaf that she took over is very honorary. Another thing that I thought was honorary is that she deactivated her OnlyFans account. And for those listeners who don't know what OnlyFans is, that is, um, it came out during the pandemic, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, of course, something that was supposed to originally be nice that you can basically have, um, you know, people subscribe to you, pay a monthly fee to see your life or your business or whatever content you want to display. Other people was putting the nasties on the OnlyFans and making people pay money to see all kinds of nasty things. Black China being one of them, but she deactivated her account. And she did do a quote when she did an interview with CNN that I want to read to you guys. She said, honestly, for me, I was like, this is too much. It's time for a change. This is not really who I am. Something just came over me like the Holy Spirit came over me. And I was like, you know what? I need to figure out what's my purpose in life. Like, why am I here? She also said she believed her OnlyFans career was going to be a dead end. And she left it by saying, anytime something like that is fast money it never ends well you never want to chase money you always want to attract money so I'm here for it and you know what discourages me a little bit is watching social media have the mixed responses you have people like me who are positive who's like go black china you look amazing even with taking out your butt shots and your fake boobs and your fake face and all that like taking all that stuff out she really does look beautiful she looks like a normal human being i honestly don't know why she did all that to start with because i saw her in a dress since then i was like a little body kind of dress i was like girl your butt is still there why did you put that in there now your butt matches your legs like you look good <laughs> like it looks nice you know and um you know even with her removing tattoos and turning off her OnlyFans account, that's real grown-up maturity decisions. Um, and it makes me sad that average people can't understand that. People who go through day-to-day -day things of a bad breakup, you know what, I'm going to throw away all the things that reminds me of this person. Or if they're um, losing weight, I'm going to throw away all my big clothes. I'm throwing away all my snacks out the refrigerator. I'm throwing away alcohol or whatever that is your addiction that led you down a wrong path. We as humans know what it's like to have a day-to-day, -day, you know what, I'm going to throw this out and I'm starting over a new leaf. And to have Black China do that 
Then you have the negative Nancys who are like, this ain't going to last long. She looks a mess. Um, just the negative things that you're doing instead of what can I do to uplift this person, which is what I just talked about in my So True segment. Um, so one of the questions that came to mind is, is it possible to have a true changed heart when it comes to your life decisions? Is it even possible to come back from a fall of grace? And when you think about Black China, when you think about her career, her career like started and was motivated through her messiness, right? Through being a baby mama, you were a stripper who's now a social media personality. You got, you bagged the Kardashian for a little bit. Y'all were going to get married, but then you weren't. Um, your mother, Tokyo Tiny, She's basically made an image for herself in the social media world just basically off of the negative arguments and family matters that you guys have aired all out on reality TV. And so is it possible for her to come back from that fall of grace? And I see her making the honest steps, the honest steps of, you know what, I'm literally taking off my body, taking out of my body anything that reminds me of where I was. I'm not who I was. Her changing her name was a great first step, but her actually changing and bringing herself back to who she really was, regrounding herself, that's inspiring. And so to answer the question I asked myself, absolutely you can come back from a fall of grace and what makes your comeback so strong is when you don't let those negative comments sink you back down into where you were um and that's a hard battle to fight like me personally i'm praying for her because the the battle of the mind is the toughest battle that we all face on a day-to-day basis we can physically be in a room and have the physical face of a smile, disposition, body language of I'm all good. And our mind is literally running a thousand miles per hour of either negatives or sad things, um, all types of things. And the battle of the mind, you always have to make a spiritual within yourself that's deeper than your mind, a spiritual commitment of no matter who says what, no matter what I read or who comes in my environment reminding me of what I used to be, I am not that anymore. Hello, reintroduction. My name is Angela White. And I appreciate that about Black China. I was never really a big fan of her on social media or reality TV. Did I watch the shows? Absolutely. Because you know your girl blue. My nose and eyes is and everything. I got to watch it. But I wasn't a fan. I never liked the dynamic of her and her mother. I always thought that was unhealthy, especially with recent social media things that would pop up on the shade room about comments her mom would say about her. Um, it, it was just a mess. And then I looked at her children. She has a son and a daughter. And from both extremes, you have to think about how do I want my son to be as a black man in America with his mother being black China? And vice versa for her daughter. I'm raising a young black woman in America and her mother is black China who wants to fight on TV, who has the fake cellulite butt thing going on. You know, like I I appreciate that. I appreciate her not pushing her narrative that she knows is negative into an environment where she's trying to raise children. And even to the extent of her last bit of her quote, um, you never want to chase money. You always want to attract it. Can I tell you, I was just like, girl, yes, God bless you. 
Someone passed her the love offering plate, give her $10. That was amazing. That was amazing word. Because it was. You never want to chase after what the world thinks is popular and what will financially get you where you want to be. You want to attract it. You want the positive roles. You want, she always mentioned about wanting to be an actress, wanting to get into music. Girl, didn't nobody want to see you on their TV screen or hear you in their earbud. No, they did not with all the ratchetness. You portrayed on social media. And now that you're rebranding yourself, doing the inside work and now the physical outside work, I can't wait to see what she steps in next. I know there are some positive brands out there that will probably, if not already, go and reach out to her because it is an inspiration. Um, and there are there is hope for this generation coming up of you don't always have to have the biggest behind and the smallest manufactured waste and the longest weaves and all the things to be worthy of making a good coin or to be worthy of, you know, being adored and loved by or have fans. You don't have to do that. And that's one thing I'm trying to teach myself, even with the Blue Room, is I don't have to be the loudest, trashiest talking talk show host to actually get my point across and get some listeners. Like I've had the best response and the best new group of listeners since I rebranded myself and the blue room. And so Miss Angela White, I was about to call you Black China, but Miss White, Miss Angela White, I am proud of you. That doctorate is a little sketchy, girl. We're going to have to pray over it and put some oil on it for real because I know it's honorary. You did not do all the work, but it's fine. <laughs> We're proud of you. We're happy for that new journey. And I can't wait to see where it goes. I really can't. So sit back, y'all. We're going to get into another break. And when we come back, I got to get into segment two of it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Angela Renee Saga, y'all. Or what's her name? Angel. Angel. I just called her Angela. Sorry. Angel uh, Reese. We're going to get into it. Stay locked. We'll be right back. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's, she's the Boss. Boss. Radio Network. Bored with the traditional wedding, birthday, or special occasion celebrations? Do you feel like you just don't want all of the pressure of coordinating your own event? Do your friends all seem to become professional event planners for your memorable moments? Are you thinking of getting engaged and want a romantic way of doing it? Let us design it for you. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Let our photographers help you to make a statement. Want to make an impression with a beautiful arrangement? Speak with our floral designers. Zeal Enterprises, an all-inclusive event management company that provides complete consulting and coordinating services for weddings, anniversaries, reunions, theme and birthday parties, festivals, conventions, and conferences. Our team of professionals are excited to work with you. Call today, 866-494-5945, or go online to www.zealbnr.com to begin designing your event. Remember, in everything you do, do it with zeal. Beauties in the eye. 
We complicate things when all along it's just perfect as it is. Beauty is from within. It's how you feel, not as how others see you. Skincare shouldn't be complicated. She's the Boss believes skincare should be nurturing, easy to use, smell delicious, feel refreshing, and look incredible. She's the Boss Cosmetics and Skincare brings you our botanical-based skincare line that's gentle, uncomplicated, and extremely effective for men, women, and youth. Feel confident and radiate a power glow that flows from the inside out. Exude an assurance that extends from the home into the conference room. Visit us at www.shes-the-boss.com or call us at 866-494-5945 to get yours today. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. She's... The, the boss, boss radio network. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue, and I appreciate y'all staying locked with me in tonight's episode. I'm having so much fun talking about all the things. Um, our topic tonight is favor. Is it fair or is it? And um, we're going to get into this next little bit of tea that's going to help guide our conversation. And that's about our girl, Angel Reese from the Louisiana State University. Now, I'm not a basketball fan. So did I watch the game? No, I did not. Um, but um, Louisiana State University, which is also an HBCU, shout out to y'all, you know I support us. Um, they won their first NCAA Women's Championship, um, and Miss Angel Reese was also given the title of Most Outstanding Player. Now, here's the tea of why everybody was up in arms. Apparently, Miss um, Caitlin Clark, she is a member of the University of Iowa Hockey's uh, basketball team. They were playing against Louisiana State. And so, first off, I love the flashback back to my childhood with the John Cena, you can't see me, uh, hand gesture, okay? For those who did not watch WWE as a child, just go look it up. It was very everything. I remember all in, like, third and fourth grade. That was the thing, like, you can't see me, son. That was a whole, it was a whole vibe. Um, So when I saw that, I was just like, oh, look, she's bringing up, she must have watched wrestling when she was a child. But in any case, Caitlyn did that gesture first towards Angel in one of their previous games. And, of course, we get to the championship game where emotions are high and everything like that. And Miss Angel Reese decides to return the gesture back to her during a high point in the game um, and did the same gesture. And now social media is up in roars because apparently this makes Miss Angel look a little bit aggressive, makes her look like she was trying to be problematic. But, of course, when Caitlin pulled the same gesture in the game before... It was so cool. She had swag. She did all the, you know, great things. You know, she was just playing sports. It's sportsmanship. It's not a big deal. And so what really grinded my gears about this is this is the reason why, again, I say favor is fair. I don't agree with favor isn't fair. I believe it's fair. And in this sense, I believe that because Angel, who is... um up from Baltimore, mind you, when I found out that she was from Baltimore, I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, but with the fact that Angel has this great story of coming from not such a great background in Baltimore and now you're this big college basketball star, you're starting to get noticed, all the things, it comes with a certain level of how to act. 
that's the best way I can put it is how to act. Um, same thing with me, which is why like I feel bad, but then I don't is because growing up as a preacher's kid, you know what I'm saying? You just had that how to act of, I know better. You know, I'm put, even though I wasn't asked to be, I've been placed in sort of the eyes of everyone to look at. And so when more is given to you, more people are looking up to you, more is required in a sense. And so in this sense, do I agree that, you know, it wasn't, it was classless and, you know what I'm saying, not cool for Angel to do it, but cool when Caitlyn did it? Absolutely not. But at the same time, I don't think that the uproar the black community is giving, like, we all know what it's like. Okay, everyone knows what it's like. We know what it's like to be in an environment where you have to have a certain act to because we are in leadership and because of where we are and our gift is so large, you do sometimes have to not um, minimize, but sometimes control the big personality that comes with it. And so I want to read a quote that was on the shade room that Angel gave um, as a little clap back on her CNN interview. And she said, all year I was critiqued for who I was. I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it and y'all don't want to say anything. So this is for the girls that look like me, for those that want to speak up for what they believe in. It's unapologetically you, and that's what I did for tonight. It was bigger than me tonight, and Twitter is going to go into a rage every time. But I'm happy. I feel like I've helped grow women's basketball this year, and I'm looking forward to celebrating the next season. And so, girl, listen, I'm here for the quote. Can I tell you I'm here for it? For my little young girls out there who you were trying to speak up for, I am here for all the things. I truly mean it that I applaud you for that stance. However, we can't be petty Betty in that stance. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, since then, Jill Biden, our um, first lady of the United States, has invited the LSU basketball team to the White House. And she also, this is where she did mess up, is because she invited the University of Iowa as well. So, like, both of them would be there at the same time. And I'm like, girl, Jillian, listen, okay, Iowa lost, okay? Have Has anyone ever invited the losing team to the White House dinner? No, they don't need to, you know what I'm saying? So, with Angel's response, to that of no we're not doing it I don't want to go the team doesn't want to go we're protesting because you invited them to girl you being petty betty go take your behind to that white house and sit with that white lady and eat dinner like just you know that for me is again it's like I I get it I get all the feelings of it's not fair it's not fair that someone of a different skin tone than me gets away with doing a disrespectful gesture. But when I do it, I'm aggressive. I'm being classless. I'm being rude. I get the unfairness. But again, the favor that's on you, the gift that is so large that is on you. Yeah, it comes with a little bit of act how to, you know, now looking at the clip, because I've watched the clip a million times and so has everyone else on their feeds. Did I take her gesture towards Caitlyn offensive or aggressively? No, because as I was watching, number one, you can see Angel doing the hand gesture in front of her face, but she never moves forward towards Caitlyn. She's backing up. Like, she's walking away from her. But Kate, she did it so 
graciously too at the same time because it's like you're definitely in her ivy that girl can see you but you're not walking towards her like i'm in your face you can't see me so she's backing up like you know you can't see me but ow, you see that scoreboard though so she was giving that very much which again in sore loser eyes of you know of the outside world who wanted Iowa to win. I could see how it's just like, ooh, that's not fair, ref. You know, call it a foul, whatever. Bad sports condemnation, whatever. Y'all know I don't watch sports. But you know what I'm saying. You know, like, I could see why people took it as an offense. But um, one of the questions I did want to ask about, just something that I thought about in this case, was what could we as a people have done better? Um, and one thing that I think we could have done better is definitely to not pick a side. Um, I believe sports is sports. I've never played a sport. I'm not a sports watcher. Okay. But I have brothers and cousins who did sports and I've been to lots of sports games and I know how the sportsmanship attitude and conduct can be. I know people be competitive. They be into it. They really be trying to, um, actually, you know, put their passion and everything into it. So when it comes to that, like I can't even speak on, was it inappropriate for Caitlin to do it first? I mean, what was happening in the game? That's, that's between the players on the court and even for angel to return it again for us, the people sitting in the bleachers to be like, Oh my God, I am triggered and offended. I'm like have several seats. Cause none of y'all was playing the game and dribbling that ball up the court. Like the fact that, you know, every, the whole world had such a, commotion and response to it really egged on the situation in a way that it didn't need to be but it also caused a great conversation that I know all of us have been having um, with people around us and one thing the only thing that I can say especially for my girls my black girls coming up in the next generation is just be careful of your attitude with your gift us as black people, we are gifted and our gifts are so large sometimes. And it gets tiring to have to minimize how great we are for the comfortability of other races, right? At the same time, though, know that the favor is on you and it's fair, okay? It's fair. It is fair for you to have to learn how to act accordingly in your gift because that's the only way it will continue to make room for the people around you. And especially for newer people stepping into their gift, trying to um, put themselves out there. There's a certain level of humility that does come with it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a certain level of humility and just, I don't know how else to say, but act how to, just a certain act of how to, be when it comes to knowing I just did that you know what I'm saying um was the again let me clarify because I don't want y'all to feel like blue is um one of those people who thought it was offensive and angels doing too much that's not what I'm saying but there is a certain level of knowing how to again let your gift be large and still command a room you know, and Angel, I appreciate you for your step out, girl. You did it one time. Don't pull it twice. OK, because listen, let's learn from Shakari Richardson. 
back a couple years ago with the Olympics, okay? She did have her one little moment that we was all on her side, and she was booming, and then she tried to do another moment, and now poor Shakari is trying to pick up all the pieces because they are broken. So, Angel, you had your moment, girl. You you stunned on him. We know you that girl. Now play some ball and make that gift even larger, and I can't wait to hear you be in the WNBA one day and shooting all the, all the buckets. So it's going to be great. So, y'all, kick back and relax. We got one more break. And when I get back, we're going to um, just do a quick recap of this Escape versus SWV. Um, and I want to talk about favor within a sisterhood. So sit back. We'll be right back. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. She's, she's the, the boss. boss. Radio Network. Beauty's in the eye. We complicate things when all along it's just perfect as it is. Beauty is from within. It's how you feel, not as how others see you. Skincare shouldn't be complicated. She's the Boss believes skincare should be nurturing, easy to use, smell delicious, feel refreshing, and look incredible. She's the Boss Cosmetics and Skincare brings you our botanical-based skincare line that's gentle, uncomplicated, and extremely effective for men, women, and youth. Feel confident and radiate a power glow that flows from the inside out. Exude an assurance that extends from the home into the conference room. Visit us at www.she's-the-boss.com or call us at 866-494-5945 to get yours today. Yeah, that's the sound of today's business community. It's a dog-eat-dog world, and only the strong survive. The challenge is navigating the ever-changing business environment to put your business in the forefront. So how does your business keep up with the changes? That's where She's the Boss Network comes in. She's the Boss Network is an internet media network that's been helping businesses like yours get the exposure that you're looking for at reasonable cost by way of radio and video. They'll help you stay successful by navigating change and seeing the big picture. After She's the Boss Network analyzes your business and marketing strategies, you'll start to see a media presence like you've never seen in your business before. And She's the Boss Network doesn't stop there. They use their findings to create a practical plan of action, a plan that will get your business from where you are to where you need to be. There you go. Lock those dogs up for good by giving She's the Boss Network a call at 866 494 5945 extension 101 or by checking their website at she's the boss again that's 866-494-5945 extension 101 or she's the boss we don't break the laws we just make up our own the internet's best choice for music she's she's the the boss Radio Network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, Still Blue, and you're tuned in to another edition of my podcast brought to you by She's the Boss Radio. So I hope you guys have been enjoying tonight's show. I definitely have. There definitely may be a part two later down the line because there's so many aspects to the idea of favor isn't fair or is it? There's so many different aspects you can come from. And I did a nice generalization over it tonight, but there's so many other things that can be discussed. 
Um, so I wanted to get into the quick little recap of how I've been feeling about this Escape versus SWV show. Um, this Sunday is the season finale. So I don't, y'all, I can't eat. I don't want to wait until the season finale comes out. I've seen enough. <laughs> um, and I can honestly say the show is not as entertaining as I thought it should be. Um, I felt like originally the idea of the show, when I saw the trailer and everything, I was like, this is going to be a great way for sisterhood to be, you know, maximized, you know, to show that there is no competition between black women. Of course, there is some, but there's there's no lethal competition between black women. And of course, I feel like this show was pushed towards the direction of it is, you know, and one of the main themes of the show Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, go watch it, then come back and press play to me. But one of the main things, um, themes of this is who's the bigger group, right? Um, and of course, it all this conversation initially started in verses when SWB and Escape did the verses back, I want to say it was 2021, maybe it wasn't last year, so it had to be 21. Um, and that was I watched that whole thing live that night, and that was an amazing amazing verses. Um, I could say that, honestly, from my perspective, um, I grew up more on SWV, and I didn't really know who Escape was until I saw Candy and Tiny on, you know, reality TV once I got a little bit older. But SWV, because, you know, I have an older sister. Y'all met Nicole DeShera. SWV was played mostly by my sister, and that's the only way I really got to learn music as a younger child was through my sister until I started getting into my own thing for music. And so, honestly, SWV has always given me the more wholesome, soulful vibe of what girl groups are and what, um, especially the music from the 90s and 80s era, they gave me more of that better nostalgia than Escape does. Whereas Escape gives me... um, Timeless records, but only records that I would listen to when I'm in like a turn up poppy, you know, I'm trying to, you know, dance a little bit or, you know, I'm grooving, but not a serious like, you know, soul searching type of groove. I'm just enjoying the environment type of vibe. Escape doesn't give me deep. Um, Even the voices like honestly, Candy never impressed me. Tiny, I'm like, girl, speak up. I can't hear you. Um, And Latasha and Tamika, I always thought were like the quote unquote stars of the group because I always thought their voices were better. But as we go into more years and reality TV becomes bigger, of course, Tiny and Candy became like, you know, the it girls for escape because of their own reality show platforms that they've created. And so one thing that I didn't really like about this this whole little series they did was that Candy and Tiny just automatically believed because they had more social media followers that that just made the whole group escape better than SWV and they should be headliners. And that conversation really irked me because, again, no one is taking into consideration how great both groups are and how much they both of them did, like, reveal and um, bring to the table as far as, you know, 90s music. So I always thought, wait, this is a co-show. This isn't like Escape 
uh, featuring SWV were doing a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, both of their names are the main names for the show. So why wouldn't off top both of y'all names be the main names for the concert or headlining the concert? Like, it's co-headline. That makes no sense. Another thing I didn't like about this show was how they portrayed how black people handle um, differences of opinion and handling family issues. Um, and one of the main issues that everyone, you don't have to watch the show to know because it's up on down everyone's timeline, is basically how Latasha and Tamika are real life sisters. And it's alleged that Tasha was stealing um, residuals and rewards from Tamika as far as the paycheck and was cashing those checks for years and never told Tamika. And so, of course, again, it's the way they scripted it and made, like, the scenes come together. But it's like you see Latasha and her husband, and her husband gives off very sneaky, controlling, like, you know, I want to manage you, Tasha. It's your time to shine. Of course, back in the 90s, Tasha was the more thicker one thicker SWV member. So then it's like, oh, well, now she's lost weight and it's her time to shine because no one paid attention to her, thought or took her seriously back in the 90s, you know. And then you have Tamika who, y'all... Listen, I didn't even know. Y'all know Tamika was in a Tyler Perry play. I did not know that until I was listening to her. She said, yeah, I used to do work with Tyler Perry back in the day, bop, bop, bop. And I want to say it was the I Can Do Bad By Myself play or... What was the other one? Not Diary of a Mad Black One, but she was on a few of them. Because I remember she was one of the nurses. I want to say it was like one of those fresher ones, too, that didn't have Medea on it. Um, but she, y'all, was in the Tyler Perry Place thing. And I was just like, I knew. Because when she had on that short wig with the bangs, and it's short, like, cut right at her ears, and it's the bangs. I'm like, girl, that's the same wig you had on in that play. So y'all look her up. Y'all know what I'm talking about. My listeners who like Tyler Perry plays, y'all know what I'm talking about. But she was definitely on a few of those plays. Um, But I didn't like how um, definitely you could see favoritism between the mother and the girls. Um, And that's, again, a family dynamic that I feel like was exposed at a level of hindering than helping. And I didn't see how... Them explaining, you know, the dad walked out on them and back in the day it was Tamika's job to stick up for Tasha because, you know, Tasha was so big and so quiet and had no confidence and, you know, that was her job and no one paid attention to Tamika. And where some of that could be true, again, I didn't see how even putting that storyline out there in the confessionals was helping the situation or showing how us as black women, we can come together and heal from past situation that happened 20 or 10 years ago. Um, while the whole story is still unfolding of, is it true that Latasha stole the money? Is it not true? Um, I don't like again, how this show was taped probably months ago, but even still now, you still see the sisters on social media going back and forth. Tasha did a Breakfast Club interview. Actually, no, it wasn't Breakfast Club. It was Dish Nation, and her and the brat got into it a little bit. Um, And again... I, I feel a lot of defense, a fake defensive from Tasha. Do I believe it happened? I kind of think it did. Did she steal a whole bunch? No, but I do believe Tasha probably stole a good little five thousand. Like, oh, let me take my sister's five dollars. You know, she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna mess that. Um, but again, 
who knows? But the fact that it's being portrayed out on TV and then we're still on social media bashing each other. Tamika coming out with text messages and going live wanting to read the text messages. And, you know, that that part honestly makes me sad. Um, because again, they're two beautiful, very gifted sisters who you were fav again, if we want to go back to favor, um, saying that it isn't fair in the negative standpoint, it's it's totally fair that you guys have been blessed with such a great career. And yeah, I am totally judging all the things of this ain't cool. Like you putting your whole life and everything on blast and not even trying to fix it. It's, it would be different if like it was like, oh, this was taped months ago, and now here we are, and we're making it better. This has happened months ago, and here we are months later. The show happened. It's done. Tasha's trying to release a gospel um, album. If it's not out already, I have to check, because I'm definitely going to listen and give my two cents. But um, I just don't like the vibes. Um, and I want to talk about favor within sisterhood. And the only thing that I want to say is grace is needed in a sisterhood. The need of having support, the need of having someone who, even if I fall down, if I make a mistake, I can be transparent and honest with you about the mistake and not be judged later, not have it thrown back in my face. We can apologize and mean it and truly move on. I don't have to put you on blast in the street. I don't have to go in front of whatever followings I have or go on different interviews and bash you or try to defend my name I don't need to do it and that's another thing like how are we going on all these interviews Tasha trying to defend your name and I'm like but from what I hear from Tamika's stuff on live you haven't even reached out to call her so it's like you're defending yourself publicly before you're reaching out to your sister and again that's all alleged who knows if she's actually reached out to her sister but it's the mere fact of within a sisterhood any relationship, but especially sisterhood and especially black sisterhoods, we have to be able to be our sister's keeper. We just talked about Angel Reese, who, you know, just was, you know, scrutinized a little bit for doing the same thing a white sister did to her. So now we're talking about an older group of sisters from a different generation that are blood sisters too, mind you. And you guys still can't get it right or show each other grace and it's it's sad to watch. I'm honestly praying for it. Um, I pray that it does get better, that them sisters do come together. Because number one, they're both too talented. And number two, life is too short. Like, Tasha, make this gospel album. Give your sister back her $30,000 and we call it a day. And let's stop going on different talk shows, defending ourselves before the world, before I'm transparent in defending myself and being honest with my sister who shares my blood. So, y'all, it's so much I could say about that whole situation. I can't wait to see the episode on Sunday to see how it closes out. It's the Lord's Day. It's Resurrection Sunday on Sunday. So, hopefully, y'all, that final episode is something nice to watch. So, um, again, I hope you enjoyed this episode and listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it and bringing it to y'all. Um, please be sure to continue to follow me on all social media platforms. You can follow me on Facebook at the Blue Room Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at So Blue So True and at the Blue Room Official. Until next time, y'all, I pray you stay up, you stay blessed, and you be prosperous. And I will see you soon. Bye. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? 
You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's she's the the boss. Boss. Radio Network. Network.